Emotions. What are emotions? Emotions are intense feelings. For example, a feeling of hunger or thirst. These are feelings, but emotions go deeper. We can easily deal with the feeling of hunger or thirst. Emotions are more difficult to deal with because they can be so out of control. Do you fly off the handle? If you do, there's an emotion behind this reaction. How much would you like to be in control of your own emotions? On a scale from 1 to 10, what would you say? Do you sometimes feel rage or anger or frustration? How can you balance your inner world? Simply by changing your attitude. And by changing your attitude, you change your outcome. I agree. This is more easily said than done. In this episode, you will explore why it is so challenging to be in control of your emotions. When we look at the word emotion, what is an emotion? Before I answer this question, let me start with a little story. The story is called Responsibility. That's a strange sort of word, said the young apprentice. Responsibility. What sort of a word is that? For historical reasons, the English language is very flexible and lends itself well to provocative reformulations that can bend existing meanings and suggest new ones. Such coinages please some and irritate others. Either way, it gets their attention. This section of the book is about attitude the ways each of us responds to the different kinds of situations and contexts we can find ourselves in and how we deal with them. In these situations, a lot of choice is open to us, but one major choice is between blaming others for what is happening or taking responsibility ourselves. But we can't take responsibility for everything, said the young one. That would be ridiculous. That is true. The point is, however, that when something happens to you, even if it is outside your control, it is you that will have to live with the consequences. And only you that can deal with it in a way that gets the results you specifically want. That sounds quite tough. How does it work in practice? Let me give you an example. Have you ever been in a situation where somebody else assured you of their assistance and support and then they let you down? Oh yes, that often happens. And when it happens, how do you respond? It makes me feel really angry sometimes. 
I feel my temperature rise with frustration, I feel tense, and sometimes I even say rude things about the other person. Then I start to feel a bit better. True, blaming someone else can sometimes feel quite cathartic. My question is, how does your behavior, your anger and frustration help the situation you are in? The question took the apprentice by surprise. What? Well, um, it helps me relieve some of my tension. And now I can say, if the situation doesn't work out, it's not my fault. But how does that help you get on usefully with your life and in particular change this unwanted or problematic situation in something you do want? There was a moment or two of silence. Not at all, I guess. And in fact, Sometimes I end up feeling bad all day about what has happened and what I've said. And how does wasting all that negative energy help the situation? Not one single bit. My young friend, we live in a complex world in which we do not operate alone. Everything we do affects ourselves and others. Everything others do affects themselves and us. We must expect that things will not always work out perfectly. And when situations occur that are not the way we would like, it is simply useful to take responsibility ourselves for how we deal with it because it is we who will have to live with the consequences. That sounds hard, the young apprentice paused, but I guess it does make sense. It is hard at first, but once you begin the process of developing response ability, you may find how easy and liberating it can become. Read the stories in the section and see if it makes more sense. Only you will know if they ring true. So, all what you have written is about attitude. And what else is concealed below the surface of things also awaits your exploration and discovery. An emotion is energy in motion. In other words, your energy that in that current moment is your state of being. Every memory has an emotion attached to it, good or bad. Oftentimes we remember the bad stuff straight away and sometimes even very vividly and precisely. Our brains are wired to remember the negatives more easily and you can try and test it yourself right now if you wish. Try to recall an emotion of anger and frustration. And now recall a feeling of sheer bliss 
What did you notice? Did you need to search a little bit harder for the positive emotion? You had an emo emotional trauma? The emotion got never processed because you forced it down, to stay down, because at that time you did not know what to do with it. You were too young to understand. Were you able to ask someone how to deal with your emotion? Did someone ask you how you felt? The answer is probably not. In some cases, we relive a particular moment and these are called triggers. Traumas from the past can be triggered 100%. It triggers you over and over again until you become aware of a certain pattern. When you become aware of a pattern, you start to take notice. But this alone is not enough, because you can still decide to look the other way. Emotions can be overwhelming, and I fully agree. Emotions are needed though, because we are human beings, and human beings have emotions. Feelings and emotions. It can give us joy and it can give us pain. Without the pain, we wouldn't know the meaning of joy. Many people when asked, what do you really enjoy doing and what makes you really happy? A lot of people need to think about their answer and more often than not, they confess, you know, I don't really know. I haven't had any fun for so long that I have forgotten what fun means. I just focus on my work or business all the time. This is very interesting but somewhat sad. We only focus on work which turns out to give us productivity and a sense of achievement and only when we achieve I am allowed to have some fun, but I haven't got time for fun, or even fun was not on the menu as a child, and therefore you don't know any fun really. Fun for me is work, and work again. But what is fun? Fun is pleasure. What if your work was pleasure? You'd be having fun all the time. This is sheer bliss. And when we are in a blissful state, we can create. And this is fun. Going back to the beginning, an emotion is energy in motion. As human beings, we have an energy field around us. It is not visible, but it exists. Have you ever met people and you feel comfortable in their company because they project a certain calmness and you feel safe with them. You can talk to them as if you've known them for many, many years. Have you also experienced the opposite, meaning people triggering you? You might have been triggered by feeling jealous or envious of a woman, if you are a woman. You might have felt that someone is toxic but you dismissed it because you weren't quite sure. In either case, you picked up on their energy field, which is linked to your nervous system. 
And if you are a highly sensitive person, you know this kind of feeling, or should I say emotion? If someone triggers you, be grateful for it. Why? They show you your shortcomings. It is as simple as this. They show you your wounds because when you get triggered, this means there is an inner wound. You need to heal this because if you don't, the wound gets infected and you become seriously ill. Where is this wound, you might ask? In your heart. Can you feel the sharp broken glass piece that cuts deeper and deeper each time someone triggers you? It is painful, isn't it? You keep bleeding and you just want this pain to go away. You want the bleeding to stop because you also know that the more you bleed, the more blood you lose. Let's stop the bleeding. Let's heal the wound. But first, we need to look at the wound. Your heart is the organ that developed first when you were in the womb. You did not have to do anything for your heart. It was just given to you. Nothing was required or requested of you. It was just given to you like that. The only requirement there is in the years to follow is to look after your heart, love your heart and follow your heart. We all have heard the phrase, follow your heart. And you will say, I followed my heart so many times and each time it turned out to be not so successful. I cannot trust nor follow my heart anymore. And you are right, you can't, because the time has come where you need to understand what happened. As we have an electromagnetic field around us, we attract according to our emotions. Now, when you have a broken heart, you attract more brokenness. This is why you have attracted less successful relationships, maybe. This is why you cannot make more money or enough money. It all begins in the heart and it all ends with the heart. We find our emotions and bad emotions in our heart. Where does it come from? From our experiences. Our experiences shape our perception of the world around us, of ourselves and what we attract the way we see ourselves. We always attract according to our beliefs because those experiences leave an emotion in our heart. And when we experience something over and over again, good or bad, we come to or form a belief. You create your beliefs based on your experiences and those beliefs make you. You take them with you from that moment on wherever you go. So, you believe those experiences because when did it all happen? That's right, when you were a child. Children are in a hypnotic state constantly, meaning that they pick up on suggestions given to them 
on an energy level. If you feel lonely as a mother, for example, your child will pick up on it and it will start to make you feel better because the child also believes that it is the child's responsibility to keep your company. When they are at school or when they are at a school age, they will start to become ill or develop anxiety, skipping school to stay at home to keep your company. This child got conditioned to making sure that mom does not feel lonely. They will have developed guilt and a kind of responsibility. Guilt if they have to leave you alone in the house because they know you feel lonely. This is not the case for everybody, but in some cases this is true. Why is it so difficult to keep our emotions under control? When you are happy, it is so easy to control yourself. Some people who have a narcissistic tendency can also control their emotions easily, but it does not mean they are happy inside. They have learned to walk through life with a closed heart, but this will be in their energy field. You can feel it. Don't be sidetracked by their successes in their professional world. Look at what you feel when you interact with them. Do you feel drained after you have spoken with them? It is highly likely that they are energy vampires. They take your great energy and when they have got you and your lovely and wonderful juicy energy, they feel great and then they leave. You are left with the remains because now you have to re-energize yourself. In this case, you're dealing with someone else's emotion that isn't even yours but you are transmuting the negative emotion, changing it to a positive emotion for yourself. So you do the work. You might as well charge for this gift of yours. When we look at it in a more scientific way, we need to understand the brain just a little. The brain has an area that is called the limbic area. This is the area that is deep in the brain. You know emotions run deep. Indeed, they do. The limbic system in the brain was the first area that developed in the human brain before the logical thinking brain developed. This is why the limbic brain is called the lizard brain or emotional brain. Any emotional outbursts increase blood flow and hence the expression he or she made my blood boil, or this makes my blood boil. Very heated indeed. It means that it causes a high emotional reaction. The limbic system deals with stress and anxiety, and this hinders our progression. In other words, emotional instability sabotages our peace of mind. The limbic area is linked to instinct and can be triggered and, in the worst case scenario, 
turn into rage or aggression without the guiding frontal area of the brain which is the thinking. Increased blood flow means increased emotions, meaning highly emotional. Emotions control our behavior and actions. Emotions make us truly alive. Without them, we would feel lifeless. Some people need to numb their emotions and end up being addicted. Our emotions can function like a dripping tap and can torture us drop by drop, dripping away slowly and steadily but surely. We're all wired differently. We just believe that we are all the same. We are not. And this is where every single one of us stands out. We, however, have been conditioned to follow the crowd because it is easier and safer. Easier and safer to control. Why? Because we want to feel connected. When you decide to go a different path, you will need to leave some old behind. One technique you can try to regulate your emotions is opposite actions. And this means act as if it doesn't trigger you. Emotional intelligence is a very valuable tool and it is so needed because if we do not learn to understand our emotions, in the long run, we will all become little robots. And the human touch will simply disappear out of our sights. Out of sight, out of mind. It is in our hands to make sure that we stay human.